place for our community for creatures big and small. How's it going, everybody? We do not have Puxatawney Phil, but we do have some camera footage live right there of our guinea pig. His name is Jesse, and will he see his shadow? Which means for us here in Florida, a gazillion more weeks of summer. And if Jesse is chewing on that hay, well, hey, that means we have more sun coming our way here in the great Tampa Bay area. How's it going, everybody? My name is Eric Keaton. Welcome to the For All Podcast, live on Facebook and live on LinkedIn. And later tonight, if you happen to miss it, you'll be on YouTube as well. So remember right now, like, subscribe, turn the notifications on, share the program. We have pet trick contest coming up at the end of the program. We have a lovely swag bag to give out to not one, but two, no, wait a minute. This means two, two for the 4 podcast, Pet Trick winners. They submitted uh, their entries on our Facebook channel and also via email. I believe they might have sent uh, those in as well. We have three different interviews. Uh, we have one of our newest ambassadors coming up, Amiri Attorney. And we also have an interview with the Gulfport pet mayor elections, supervisor of elections with Camille. We'll have that in a little bit. And then later on, we have the Urban Dog Studio. And of course, our shelter opens up in about 57 minutes. So if you want to go to spcatampabay.org, we have about, let's see, 28 cats, 30 critters, including uh, that guinea pig, Jesse, and a tarantula who needs to find a way home, unlike the movie No Way Home. And we have 20 dogs, including two puppies, We'll get a video of them a little later. Elsa and Esmeralda, which I'm predicting will be gone by two. But here right now is one of the newest members of our ambassador class, the class of 2022. And that is Aniria Turney. She is a comedian. She is an actress. She's been on stage. And she is one of our favorite people because she said yes, that she would be an SBCA Tampa Bay ambassador. She joins us live. Anaria, how are you and Luna, your pet, doing? Oh, we're doing good. Hi, Eric. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on. I guess we have to share. How did we all meet late last year? Would you oh, like to share that story? I would love to. I uh, I was promoting a show, a comedy show that I'm produce that I produce called Que Funny Comedy Show, and. Uh, I forgot what rate, I think it was the channel eight TV station. Yes. Yeah. Channel eight. I was in the green room and you guys were going to be promoting. I forgot his name. He was a beautiful pit bull mixed kind of dog. I and don't remember his name, but uh, our, our hero dog for that campaign was diesel. Yeah. And he'd already okay. been adopted. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I was backstage, uh, 
was it your CEO? Martha Bowden. That's right. And uh, we just kind of started talking and um, she said, what do you think if you just kind of did a couple of promo stuff with us? And I was like, sure. I love pets. I love, I have a dog. She's a rescue. And I figured it was uh, something really cool to do. It is. I mean, we have, after this class, we'll have more than 50 ambassadors and all of you share your time, treasure, talent with us. And you have a lot of talent. And for those folks who are like, okay, who is this Aniria? I might've seen her before. We have a clip from Chicago Med and that's a very popular show uh, for folks. And Matt's going to show that uh, for us right now. I'm part Puerto Rican, part Salvadorian. Thank you. I guess I'm Mexican. So I'm really I get it. And I'm aware that I look uh, Middle Eastern. Thank you, TSA. Um, they gave me a full body cavity search. Yeah. I'm up there three or four times a week. Uh, yeah. And they say, don't notice me. I don't mind throwing in a little. for taking care of him. How is he? Uh, he was seriously injured, uh, and our main focus right now is his lung function. <laughs> Very quick clips. We went for the stand-up routine first, and then the Chicago Med. The irony is, you were playing a Middle Eastern woman in the Chicago <laughs> Med. That's right. That's what I call when my comedy comes to life. <laughs> Unbelievable. Do you have a, a, a favorite, or, or let me ask you this, what's harder? Is it harder to learn those lines and to be in front of uh, the cameras and going through maybe so many takes, or is it being live on stage and make, because you only get one chance to tell that joke and to get the vibe from the audience? Yeah. What's your opinion on that? Um, I think because I've been doing stand-up longer, I'm more comfortable on stage mm -hmm. and I feel like I can handle myself. Um. I think it's harder to be in front of a camera and deliver lines and getting it right um, and, you know, doing justice to the show and to the writer and all that. Um, it's nerve wracking because you have to kind of stay in it, but then you've got all these people with, you know, their cameras on you and just right. waiting for you to deliver. So you have to like pretend they're not there. And I find that kind of difficult. And, and, Last year, during the height of the pandemic, or in 2020, I keep forgetting that it is February 2nd, 2022. I mean, the time just keeps going. All the years just seem to kind of combine together. You had to do some stand-up routine on Zoom. I Share how difficult that was, because we had that same experience uh, for another stand-up uh, organization with our pets, but that's got to be very hard. It was hard. Um, I was fortunate that I had gotten a little bit of a, a heads up because a uh, comedian dat fan i don't know if um some of your listeners might be or what uh people watching might be familiar with he's a famous comedian out of la he had uh, uh contacted me about doing zoom shows he was contacting people from all over the us and so i got to do some zoom shows with him the difference was that in those zoom shows i could see the people i could hear people laughing and it was still a struggle because you're not used to being to this limited, limited box. Um, however, when I did a benefit for the Alzheimer's Association, it was even harder. 
um, because you couldn't see the audience. You couldn't hear the audience. So yeah. you kind of had to play along and laugh at your own jokes or figure out what to do so you don't have that awkward silence because you can't just keep talking and not allow time for people to laugh because they'll miss the next thing. So it was a challenge. How did you get into stand-up comedy? I know you were sharing a little bit uh, some well-known comedians. Please share that with uh, our viewers. Um, I got into it because I, since I was 14, I've liked stand-up. That's when stand-up was starting to appear on TV in the 80s. And I thought, wow, that's cool. Um, fast forward to my early 30s, I was having lunch with some co-workers and we were talking about, oh, what you, what would you have done different, you know? And I said that I would have done stand-up and somebody said, well, why don't you? I'm like, oh, because I'm old. <laughs> I was only 32 and I, I'm old and I have children. There's no way, but then it kind of, you know, stuck with me and I just started calling comedy clubs to find out how do you even get into it? And they said, you got to come to open mic. And one of the clubs side splitters back in that time mm -hmm. had a workshop. Um, it was a free workshop and I just showed up at the workshop and took off from there. And, um, we just had the Betty White challenge a couple of weeks ago and you were sharing also with me who you had followed on TV and said, well, that's one funny lady. Yes. Carol um, Burnett. Yes. Carol Burnett. Listen, when my, when I moved to the States from El Salvador, I'm half Salvadorian and I'm half Puerto Rican. My parents were studying in at university of Florida and, you know, you can imagine how stressful their life was. They were getting their master's and they were going to pursue their PhDs. They had two children. And the one thing I remember is that they would always watch the Carol Burnett show. And that was, I feel mm. like, their escape. And they would laugh. And I think that really kind of stuck with me. And I used to laugh my butt off to Carol Burnett. I think yeah, she's yeah. amazing, amazing, amazing. And, and like I mentioned before, you know, I didn't realize what a superstar she really was because of how hard it was for women and, and still kind of is, you know, in the business, not just of comedy, but of sketch and, and TV and to have such a hit show. So what are you working on right now? Where, where are you uh, looking to perform next? Well, um, we have our second Get Funny show coming up in May at the Port of, wait, the Ritchie Theater. In Newport Ritchie, Port Ritchie. Yes, Theater. Ritchie Suncoast Theater. That's right. Yes. 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 We're very happy to do that. That'll be our first time there. Um, that's on May 14th. Uh, I think I don't have anything as far as a comedy show again till July 6th at the Salty Shamrock in Ruskin, I believe. But I do have a couple of film projects that I'm working on this week, and I'll be shooting uh, for a film called Jeebus, which is kind of like jesus as a beach mom so that'll be fun <laughs> yeah and it's a local production which i'm happy to do and in march i actually will be working on a short film which is a horror film uh called me Iha. and i'm so excited about that project um because all my lines are in spanish so i i play a spanish grandma and i'm just excited about that Oh, that's awesome. 
So before we let you go, are we going to get Luna on? Is, is she going to be able to cooperate? Or? I can try. Give me a minute. Okay, okay. We can try. I'll, I'll do my own little uh, stand-up routine. Obviously, not even near as, uh, as well as uh, Aniria can uh, perform. But uh, in, in a couple of weeks, uh, Aniria will be joining the rest of our SPCA Tampa Bay ambassadors to have these wonderful portraits. Just go to our SPCATampaBay.org website, click on Get Involved, and there's a big ambassador section there. You can meet all of the... Uh, the ambassadors that we have, former ambassadors from years past, and we'll have our current uh, team up there uh, probably after all their pictures are taken because they're wonderful pictures. And did she did she come on? No, I can't get her uh, to come up from under the table. <laughs> she's scared of my voice. She's like, somebody, somebody else is in the room. Either that or somebody's eating, and she doesn't want to leave any unattended food that might fall. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is the trick. I have two dogs that are, are very food-motivated now. Aniri, you want to uh, tell us about your, your website, and then we'll, uh, yes. we'll start talking to the Gulfport uh, Mayor Supervisor of Election. Okay, excellent. Uh, so uh, you can find me at my website, which is aniriaisfunny.com. And that is also my handle on Instagram, where I usually post all my upcoming stuff. So you can find me in either one of those places. I'm a follower. Thank and uh, what do you call it? You know, the double click and all that stuff. You know, I don't I keep up it. with a lot. I try to keep up with that because my staff is, you know, they're in the know. I'm still, as you mentioned earlier, in the dad joke phase. <laughs> that's okay. I live with a dad that's full of dad jokes. <laughs> Aniria, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Have a good day. You too, and Luna too. So Aniria kicks off our Groundhog Day, or wait a minute, that's a guinea pig day special um, here on the For All podcast. We're going to take a break to very important promos coming up during the break, and then I'm going to introduce Camille, and she has an interview with the Gulfport Pet Mayor Supervisor of Elections. Man, that's a lot to say. podcast we're live on facebook live on linkedin we are now going to switch gears and send it over to camille harkenrider who has the story from gulfport just down the road right around st pete and how they're going to elect i don't know if it's the first it might be the next pet mayor of gulfport here's camille and we're live from Gulfport and here with Amanda Haygood. Welcome, Amanda. Hello, it's great to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. So tell us a little bit about who you are, what do you do, and uh, 
why are you with us today? Absolutely. So I live here in Gulfport. I have since 2014, and I'm on the board of the Gulfport Historical Society. We are a local nonprofit whose mission is to promote the history and culture of our very special little town here by the bay. That's awesome. And uh, what else do you do within the Gulfport community? I hear you're, uh, you have a big say in what's going on with the pet mayor election. This is very true. <laughs> so as part of my work with the Gulfport Historical Society, uh, I am helping to run our 2022 pet mayor election. We have about 18 candidates who have thrown their paws into the ring and feathers into the ring uh, to run for Gulfport's highest pet office. Um, so I am what you might call the um, Sue Paul Visor of elections. Um, I make sure that um, all of our nomination calls go out and help all of our nominees to uh, run their campaigns and make sure that votes are counted regularly and fairly. That's great. Love it. That's so fun. <laughs> so could you tell us a little bit more about the history of the pet mayor election? When did this start? Why did it start? What's going on with that? Absolutely. So this was an idea that we first came up with back in autumn of 2019. Um, we heard about, I think it was a small town in Minnesota that was running a pet election. Um, and it was for the benefit of um, a rescue organization. And I thought, wow, that really resonates. Gulfport is a very pet focused town. Mm -hmm. We have, uh, all number and many species of pampered pets here. Um, people really love their animals and they've become a big part of the city's identity. And we said, that's a great idea. That could totally work for us. Yes. So we looked into it and we actually found it's more common than you might think to have pet elections. There are a number of cities. I think there's at least a few in California, some in Colorado, um, one in Minnesota at least that have all um, put on these kind of pet elections, oftentimes as a fundraiser. Um, so we decided that we would we would try that here. Um, so we did our very first election starting up in late 2019 with our uh, first pet mayor, Coco, who's the resident spokes dog of the historic peninsula in downtown, uh, was our very first pet mayor. Um, Ooh, inauguration took place in uh, early 2020. Um, and then of course, 2020 happened. <laughs> so we weren't able to have a pet election last year, but yeah. we're really, really glad to be doing it again this year. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I had no idea how it came to be. So <laughs> I, I love to hear that. Um, so could you tell us a little bit about the candidates? How many do we have in the running? what sorts of animals are in the running, and uh, who's in the lead? Absolutely. So we have around about 18 candidates in the running. I would say that two-thirds or more of our candidates are dogs of every size and shape. Um, uh, we do have a couple of cats this year, which is great. We only had um, two cat contestants last time, so we're happy to see that that number has grown to closer to three or four. And then um, in a real, you know, sort of upset surprise, we have our very first chicken in the running. That's um, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> As a four Animal shelter, we support that. <laughs> she is a fierce competitor. That's great. Wow. I didn't know people could have chickens in Gulfport. They can. <laughs> now you know, folks. <laughs> That's great. So 
So if I wanted to vote for Pet Mayor, how could I do that? We have a couple of different ways. Probably the easiest is to go to our website, which is gulfportshistoricalsociety.org. Look for the Pet Mayor link, and then you'll see pictures of all of our candidates. You just click on the picture. That'll take you to a profile where you can read a little bit more about them, and you can just vote online that way. It's a dollar a vote. Uh, but we also have a number of um, voting boxes for those who prefer to vote, as we say, in person. Um, <laughs> we have one ballot box here in the Gulfport History Museum. We have one in the Gulfport Public Library. And then we've gotten a bunch of our businesses in our beautiful um, uh, arts district close to the water to help out with us too. So mm -hmm. Papa's Pet Boutique, uh, the Beach Bazaar, Stella's, which is a very pet-friendly restaurant, by the way, great place to take your dog to brunch, um, the North End Tap House, all of those places have uh, little voting boxes where you can either vote online or you can do a cash donation. That's great. And I have to know, Stella is running for pet mayor, but she's not related to Stella's No, Sylvester. no relation, unfortunately. Well, <laughs> I just had to know. <laughs> so Gulfport Historical Society, tell us a little bit more about how the pet mayor election connects Absolutely. Well, as I said, Gulfport has become a very pet-focused place. Pets are yeah. something that we really love and celebrate here. Um, and it'll be interesting to think in future years as we're looking back at all of the kinds of things that we collect, you know, whether it's copies of the Gabber or pictures and that sort of thing. It'll be interesting to see how animals, that is to say non-human animals, have crept into mm -hmm. that picture um, and what it'll look like from a historical sense. Um, but as I said, this is a, in a larger sense, it's just a great way to sort of celebrate some of the things that make our town unique, mm -hmm. um, some of the things that we really identify with. Um, and we found that partnering with an organization like SPCA Tampa Bay is really great because it puts two wonderful causes together and maybe gets people to think about things. Maybe the history buffs are starting to think about animal welfare and taking good care of our pets. And then maybe the pet folks are thinking, oh yeah, local history is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, well, that's awesome. I love to hear how everything comes together. And Gulfport is just such a special community, and we're so excited to be creeping this way over from our, our Largo area. So that's very exciting. Um, so not being a resident of Gulfport, mm -hmm. I have to know, could you tell us a little bit more about what the Gulfport Historical Society has to offer. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a beautiful museum that's open Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Um, it has a great exhibit about the history of Gulfport and some other kind of local history stuff. We have a lot of people who stop into the museum to look up the history of their homes too. So we've got a good bit of information about the historic homes in Gulfport. Cool. And since we have so many people who are kind of moving into these beautiful homes, mm -hmm. we can be a really helpful place to help them get a little perspective on, yeah. on um, the many decades that their home has been standing and what's been happening in those decades. But that's just one of the things, museum. We also have a really great uh, walking tour of Gulfport that we offer regularly. Um, it's a great way to kind of learn some of the interesting stories about Gulfport's history, um, as well as just enjoy our beautiful neighborhoods. Um, we do periodic events once a month. We have something called a porch party where we try to bring the community in. Actually, this month we are going to be bringing in Don Fisher, who was a council person back in the early 2000s and really, um, 
was part of a big cultural shift in Gulfport as it became known as an LGBTQ friendly community. Um, so she's going to be talking about her experience on council and particularly as, as our first um, openly gay council member. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all that. So we're very excited, obviously, to help raise money and partner with you doing all these wonderful things as the Gulfport Historical Society. The pet mayor election is coming to a close on the 20th of February, correct? <laughs> That's correct. And the inauguration will be happening <laughs> at Get Rescued. Tell us a little bit about Get Rescued. Now, Gulfport Get Rescued is a fabulous event. Um, it's been happening here in Gulfport for creeping up on 20 years, I would say. It happens downtown in our arts district where all our wonderful shops and restaurants are. Mm -hmm. And it brings together um, rescue organizations from around the Tampa Bay area. Um, so you can go there to learn a whole lot more about animal rescue and some animal rehab organizations. You can adopt a pet. Many of these organizations bring animals with them. But there's also lots of great sort of pet support and pet services things. So people who make food and clothes and other kinds of accessories yeah. for pets are there too, as well as lots of great vendors and restaurants. It's just a wonderful time to um, to learn a little bit more about this topic and, and make some connections. If you yeah. want to see a bunch of wiener dogs racing, you can see that there. Yeah, if, so <laughs> if you'd like the opportunity to pet a skunk, you can also do that. It's a really great time. Very cool, very cool. And SBCA Tampa Bay will be at Get Rescue February 26th, and we are so excited. Very excited to hear who comes out as top dog. <laughs> So. We will be uh, having our formal wagging in at about one o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate you taking the time to interview with us today. And um, is there anything else you want the people to know about? Gulfport or the, the Pet Mayor election or Gulfport Historical Society. Absolutely. We appreciate all the support that we have seen already. Um, and we just want everybody to know that uh, besides just being a celebration of two things that we really love, history and our pets, this is also a great chance to uh, support two really great organizations that are trying to make life richer and better in the Tampa Bay area. And way to go, Camille. Very good interview. We're going to have more of that interview and the candidates on our YouTube page. And I must say, Amanda, you use more pet puns than I have, and now I'm all out of pet puns. That was tremendous <laughs> and very funny as well. Uh, before we go to break, Charlotte, Beverly, Colleen, Neil, thanks for watching. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more of the For All podcast. We are talking with the Urban Dog Studio right here in Pinellas County. Stay with us.
Welcome back to the For All Podcast. We have several people just chiming in on, on the uh, the pet mayor contest. Jennifer saying vote for Ramsey's. Uh, loving the wiener dog race. Vote for Charlie. And uh, we have another link down there to learn more about the, the Gulfport Historical Society. So everybody's got their favorite. And again, we have a lot of those pet mayor interviews with the pets and their people on our YouTube channel. Okay, let's talk to Urban Dog Studio. Maybe they were just watching that last segment. Yeah. And Nikki and Laurie, and they have a favorite pet who should be the pet mayor. What do you think? The chicken. The chicken. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're all so cute. It's it's just too hard to pick. We'll have to think more about it. Or or maybe we have to see if one of ours can become a candidate. We'll we'll see. (laughs) I'll move to gold. Definitely definitely can vote. How are you today, folks? We're doing great. Super. So for those wondering, you know, how are we talking to the Urban Dog Studio? All of us are getting to know each other through the St. Pete Paws program. Mm -hmm. And of course, when you're SPCA Tampa Bay and you've been around for 80 years, you know people and you know pets and you know a lot of animals. But everybody wants to know about Urban Dog Studio. Ladies, please share a little bit of information how you guys started the Urban Dog Studio. And Matt's going to roll through some of your your work as well that is outstanding. Uh, Thank you so much. So yeah, Nikki and I have actually known each other for over 15 years and had frequently worked together. Um, And then in 2019, sort of the stars aligned and we launched Urban Dog Studio as a joint effort, focusing on boutique photography for pets and their families. And uh, we've been at it ever since. Yeah, it's been great. Um, We're over at Studios 5663 and off of Park. Yep. Well, we're in uh, Pinellas Park, but we we photograph all over the Tampa Bay yes. area. And we have to know about some of your, your friends right there. You have to introduce oh, us to your pets. We didn't get Luna on earlier with the Aniria because she was hiding under the table. So these are actually um, two dogs that were that came from SPCA. Um, back in the day, I was doing a lot of editorial work and I got a call from my editor who, who wanted uh a blonde chihuahua puppy so very very specific for an upcoming issue and um so i reached out to all of my sources and could not find a blonde chihuahua puppy and just as a last resort i thought i'm going to call my contact at spca tampa bay and just ask it won't hurt i was not expecting you know to get a a great result but when i talked with her she told me that i um you all had just done a puppy mill rescue and had a litter of chihuahua puppies so we borrowed two, and yeah. they're still in the family. Yes. So it's 13 years later. Just 13, about 13 years, years later, later. The blonde one is Venus, and the tan one is Thena, and they both live with me. So they've been on that cover, and we also have their second cover so that they were on. So they're very famous. They've yeah. actually been probably in, included in magazines more than 40 times. So they, they became wow. quite famous. Uh, and they even did the uh, the Walk of Fame at one of the SPCA galas um, back in, I think it was 2012. I won't swear to that. But. So they're also in our Dogs of the Book. Dogs of the Bird book. <laughs> so, yeah. And, uh, and go ahead. How, how to, uh, talk to us a little about, about Dogs of the Bird. Did you produce that whole? Yep. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Please talk about that. Yeah, so start to finish, I'm a native of St. Pete and Nikki is sort of a recent transplant. And um, we discovered that there was, a well, 
there were a lot of things she didn't know about St. Pete that I wanted her to know. So I was always giving her little historical facts. And um, so she drugged me around town taking pictures of dogs <laughs> to teach me the history of St. Pete. So, so basically, Dogs of the Berg is uh, a tour of the city that provides history. Um, and dogs are the tour guides. And we actually did it as a fundraiser to raise money for rescue. Uh, we partnered with Fluff Animal Rescue to, um, to raise some funds to support them. We also partnered with the uh, St. Petersburg Museum of History, who provided uh, just these incredible historical photos that are included in the book. And we also had a, a wonderful friend, um, Ellen Babb, who is a historian and provided tremendous content for the historical part of the book, because neither of us, although I knew a lot of the history, I'm not a historian and I'm not a writer. So she provided that part of it. And we just we photographed a ton of dogs in all of these incredible, iconic places, dog friendly spaces in St. Petersburg and surrounding communities. So and that book is available either through us on our website or at the St. Pete store, store downtown yeah. and also um, Books, books on park. Yes. So. Awesome. So uh, how else can people get in touch with you if, if they're interested in, in, in visiting and or they can get their own private session as well, right? Oh, oh yes, absolutely. Yes. yes. Our, our sort of our specialty is doing custom boutique pet portrait sessions for dogs and their family. So we also include humans in those photos as well. And um, anybody can find us at Urban Dog Studios. Yep, we photographed we cats. cats. Well. I looked like that this morning. <laughs> you know what? So did I. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Urban Dog Studio. Um, find us on Google. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, right. And we are also open every four Saturday. Uh, we have an art walk at the studios. So if somebody wanted to come by, it's from four to nine. You can just walk on in, meet us, tour mm -hmm. the studio. So yeah, awesome. That's, that's Anything cool. else to add about? Uh, being best of the bay and your uh, your two pups there, especially mm -hmm. Thena. I love the name Thena because I just finished watching the Eternals like a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, oh, hey, right? same name as a She's Angelina Jolie's character. She's the best dog. She deserves that name. Right. So she is absolutely the best. She's dog. Yeah. Just the, they're both just wonderful puppies, and we've just been so thrilled to have them in our lives for 13 years. They actually were my mother's dogs, and now. They live with with Nikki, but we really kind of we co-parent. Co we co-parent. We're co-parents. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. yeah. Um, and then you had mentioned Best of the Bay. We were very honored and 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 excited, excited to, to have to been voted that. Best Photographer in Creative Loafing's Best of the Bay for 2021. So, yeah. um, thanks to everybody who voted for us. If you're listening, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and go to their website, folks. Learn out uh, learn more about them. And there's a very interesting uh, section where it's about us. And Nikki and Lori break down, one loves onions, one hates them. <laughs> Mistaken for sisters. I'm going to leave it at that so people will go to the website and read that information. Uh, it's very cute, very cool. Anything else to add, ladies? Um, if you go to the website, um, I think you can figure out why I would have chosen the chicken for mayor. Okay. <laughs> Very good. I hope to see you guys at uh, the Pet Walk April yes. 2nd. We, we, we yes. do Pet Walk every year, so yes. we're really excited to be there again this year. Awesome. Super. We'll have a, a big stage and our MC Dale Badway will be out there and, and we'll get to uh, folks. You'll get to meet them in person and, and uh, stop by if they're a walker or if they happen to have a vendor tent and uh, learn more about them. Anything else to add before I finally reveal our pet trick contest winners? 
just want to thank you for having us on. This is wonderful. We love uh, SPCA Tampa Bay. We've worked with them a number of times in the past, helping with fundraising, and we look forward to continuing that relationship. Thank you so much for thank taking you. your time and, and for your, your furry friends there. Thanks. And so happy much. Groundhog Day. Happy Groundhog right? Day. Yay for more summer. <laughs> Bring on Here, the- that's right. Here, happy guinea pig day I'm because we don't have a groundhog. Day. That's right. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. Actually, a couple of uh, years ago, we did have a hog that was on the ground, and he did uh, incorrectly select the the wrong team to win the Super Bowl. And then, of course, last year it was Kansas City versus Tampa Bay, and so we had uh, Martha uh, and Wayside Waste. But uh, this year we won't have a uh, team in the Super Bowl. But we also, before we get to the pet tricks, we do have, I mentioned the guinea pig, we do have one goat. And there is our goat. He is a sta- listed as a standard goat. I love that. And for folks going, well, is there any other kind of goat? Yes, yeah, so there's a mountain goat. And then we did have the, uh, the goat uh, who has announced that he will no longer be in the Tampa Bay area. And if you want one of those, you can go to Buccaneers.com. Uh, we don't have those here at uh, SPCA Tampa Bay. So, yes, there are different kinds of goats. And as a for-all shelter, we have all those different kinds of animals. All right, here we go. I've now delayed it uh, longer than Ryan Seacrest uh, delays the winner of American Idol. Uh, who has won our pet trick contest? Are we going to roll through some of the um, submissions here, Matt, one at a time? I don't know how long these are, but we'll try to go through them uh, very quickly. Just start rolling, and then uh, we'll go through some of them, and then we'll announce a winner and a runner-up. I should announce the runner-up first. What do we have, Matt? Come. Good boy, come, sit your butt. Sit your butt. Good boy, sit your butt. Speak. Good boy, speak. You have two for speak. It's, it's just giving its paw. I'm going to the All right, get it. Okay. Good girl. <laughs> Good girl. Good girl. Of course, the best trick is the one pet that keeps looking like me in between each one of the... Uh, Good boy. This one. Good boy. Speak. 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 Too long because of the uh Oh I'm back. I'm back. I, I think the, the winner of the pet contest should be the one that kept uh uh, wearing the mask that look like me in between each one, <laughs> between each one of the videos. Do we have any more of those, Matt, to show? No. No. All right. All right. We are going to go through. I'm going to read my email to make sure that I announce our runner-up in the pet trick contest. Is Diesel is our runner-up, and the winner is Tuna the cat. They named their cat Tuna. Wow, Tuna is the winner and Diesel is our running up. They will get a nice 
swag bag, which has a lot of great things in here. Cups, the coveted Yappy Hour t-shirt, and I'm going to throw in uh, the For All Paw. And that is, that is Tuna the Cat, the one that meowed on command. That was awesome. I, I would have got my vote. I like that. Or either, you know, I think the one cat that didn't win was uh, getting ready to drink some water or at least stick his head in the, in the cup. Uh, that was kind of a, a neat trick. All right. So we talked uh, with our guinea pig. We found out we have more summer on the way and we have more for all podcast on the way. Next episode, February 16th. Uh, then we have March 2nd. Uh, the mayor of St. Pete is coming up on March 23rd. Uh, he will be here with his dog and previewing our pet walk, which is on April 2nd. So a lot coming up. Remember to go to our website, St. Pete, uh, ispcatampabay.org. And wait a minute. What about the, our two puppies today, Matt? Elsa and Els Esmeralda. Yeah, they're going to be gone uh, probably in, a, uh, in about an hour. There they are. Elsa and Esmeralda. I'm predicting they will be gone uh, in the next, uh, when we open at 1 o'clock, they'll be gone by 2 o'clock. Lovely uh, little girls, only a month old. So, folks, that's going to do it. Thank you for watching. Thanks uh, to Camille, Matt, and Kristen for their hard work in putting this together. And remember that QR code that we have up uh, at times on our podcast here. That is straight to our donate page because we are a charity and, as always, could use uh, the community's help. Have a great one, everybody. We'll see you on the next 4 All podcast. Thank <laughs> you.